When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Roar! All right. Roar! Good start out of everybody. <laughs> What's up, have? kiddos? Happy Wednesday. The big CY, Clinton Yates, in for Travis and Sliwa. Hold on, are we doing this right? We got all sorts of issues because we got Zooms. We got social going on. Emily's in Virginia. AK sitting across from me. Lada and Jorge are here. There's an element of, I don't want to say inmates running the asylum, but no parents Type of vibe. We're the AK. only people in this building <laughs> yeah. right now. Yes, we're the only ones here. <laughs> and so, and technically, our supervisor of all of this is in Virginia. Right. So <laughs> I cannot do anything to fix that. Either. No, no, no. We we can run wild, and Emily is at our mercy. Break Absolutely. time. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> you can do it with my mic. You can do whatever you want. By the um, way, Jorge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go what's ahead. up? Um, I don't know if you checked our picks this week, uh-huh. but you know who had a perfect week? Uh, Travis. Oh. I'm, I'm assuming oh. Travis. <laughs> oh, no, it's Emily. It's oh, Emily. Right? Emily is now in the lead by four points. Oh, wow. You know Congrats. what? So Emily is in 94. <laughs> You're at 90. And then uh, Trav at 83 and Al at 76. And Niners. So just wanted to let you know right off the top that, oh, uh, you know, I, I had a perfect Merry week. Merry Christmas to you too, Emily. Glad to know we're getting the important <laughs> things out of the Look, way. Yeah. Emily's leading the picks. She's going to be forcing her sisters to see a movie today. Everything sure. is coming up, Hebel. So let's let's talk about that. When you're when somebody from any of the shows is home in a separate situation, I like to learn everything possible about the scenario. Emily talks about her home life quite a bit, as well as your family. You were running down some of the things that were going on in Virginia. Emily, how has your holiday week been so far? And please regale us with some highlights. <laughs> holiday week has been great uh i got this is actually probably the longest amount of time i've been home in virginia in a long time i'm gonna be here for eight days thank you to thursday night football okay that i was able to be here for so long um so flew in uh so it's my sister for one night and then i've been in virginia for Dixburg, virginia for the rest of the time um i first was welcome home by a gift on our front lawn that was given to us by a family friend. So our family friend's name is Berta. Love Berta. Uh, she does a lot of crazy things. And so one year she, you know, surprised us by putting in our front lawn one of those lights that like lights up the side of your house with like twinkly lights without asking us. She really? just put it in our lawn and lit up our house. She's great, but we, we're, we're fun about it. So this year she decided to put up we are not an inflatable family. We do not have any inflatables ahead of time. So she decided to put up an inflatable of Bucky's mascot. So if you guys do not know what Bucky's is, Bucky's is a gas station, a truck stop in like Texas, Florida, like that kind of area. It is yep. massive. It's the biggest truck stops in the world. Everyone freaks out about it. I don't know what the big deal is, but I just the saw mascot, mascot. Yes. <laughs> is a chipmunk and there is a uh, inflatable chipmunk mascot in our front lawn Emily, now I, at I, all I, times of the day. I hate to correct you. He's not oh, a chipmunk. Sorry, what is He's it? a beaver. Oh. Right. Okay, sorry. Now we have a beaver in the front lawn. The beaver nuggets that they sell at Bucky's. Now, quickly, let me explain to AK Emily what Bucky's is. 
Bucky's <laughs> is a cult, is what Bucky's is. People are so <laughs> obsessed with this stupid gas station simply because it has clean bathrooms and sells everything under the sun. It's like a Best Buy of a gas station. And it's massive. Yes. I've never been. And you know why I've never been, AK? Because I don't want to join the cult. I was in Texas hmm. for the World Series, and some guy that I know, his name is Nui. He used to work out here, actually. He says, you been to Bucky's yet? I'm like, no, Nui, I'm not going to Bucky's. He goes, oh, no, there's one right up here. He proceeds to give me detailed instructions, Andy, to three local Bucky's telling me that I need to get there to buy fruitcakes. And I was like, dude, if you think that I'm traveling around Texas to find a Bucky's, you got another thing coming. Bucky's, my point is, sticking a Bucky's beaver on somebody's front lawn, active aggression, Emily, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> or it's just reflective of the cult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Trying to indoctrinate us, even though in Virginia we do not have any Bucky's anywhere near here. And uh, what's funny, too, is that she put it in our lawn, but she did not inflate it. Because she thought our parents, she wanted to make sure that our parents wanted it. And of course, what? our parents wanted it. So uh, she just put an a deflated Bucky's mascot in our front lawn and just waited for us to then inflate it later on. Oh, deflated? Let's rest assured. That's aggressive. <laughs> <We have> now- <laughs> to me, it's actually more aggressive if it's deflated as opposed to inflated. I mean, where is morale? Is it like leaving a horse head in someone's bed? You know, well, it's just that you leave a deflated Bucky in someone's front say, lawn. Where is morales when you need a deflated <laughs> yeah, yeah. beaver joke? But no, I mean, I, I, I don't know what Phrasing to think. Phrasing matters. Of, I don't know what to think about this. Like, how does the how does the diplomatic protocol go? You wake up in the morning. Oh, look, there's a deflatable on our lawn. I wonder who we should consult about this. Let's just stand on the porch and yell until somebody comes along and claims responsibility for it. How did you know where this even came from, Em? So, um, Berta was not there to, you know, announce that she had given it to us. We just assumed it was her. Okay. Because she's the only person that has ever dropped anything randomly in our front lawn. And this is just her MO. She loves to, funnily enough, just drop things on our front lawn. And my parents love it. And, uh, yeah, if you guys are curious, I did post this picture of the mascot on my uh twitter so if you uh at emily Hebel, if you want to see what this look looks this. like it is actually from a couple of days ago it's probably from the 23rd I need so to get a look at that is our let's inflatable old, bucky's the mascot media tab. oh there it is ha! it's not just a bucky's beaver it's a bucky's beaver with a christmas hat on okay this mm-hmm. is a seasonal offering i have changed my opinion on this this is now <laughs> a peace offering this is an olive the seasonal branch, nature. AK. If you're going to bring a Christmas-themed inflatable as opposed to just – because I imagine Bucky's has any number of inflatables that are just outside of their various gas stations at any given time of the year. <laughs> They're not all Christmas-based. I can imagine there are plenty of them. This is a this is a well-placed Bucky right here. So Berta put in some thought. Yes. She put in a yes. little extra effort for the Heebles. What does Berta do this for? Is it props? Does she get any mention in the local – whatever HOA letter how does this go down she just, what, is, what is in this she for just Berta? loves she loves randomness she's a random woman she's so funny okay she's like one of the funniest people that I know but yeah she's just a random person I think our HOA already hates her family because our front lawn obviously has our tiki bar in the front lawn sure. it's also been winterized it's a winterized tiki bar uh now obviously I love that you say they, we obviously have a tiki bar Clearly, this is how we roll that's great. No, yes, my family has a has an eclectic front yard. It's it's a lovely front yard, but people definitely know that it's the Hebel household when they roll what, up. What yes, do you brother. guys do with the tiki bar? Yeah. He hosts he has fun it. parties. We yeah. have we have drinks, we have bonfires, we have, you know, good times, what, laughter for all. What, <laughs> what how do you guys maintain it? Like what what's the procedure when nobody's using the tiki bar? Like 
Are you able to mm-hmm. shut it down? Can you lock the door? The covers, like, so yeah. you do have to like close out the bar, you know, you have to bring the cushions in. So don't, and the cushions get wet and ruined by the rain, sleet and snow. So bring that in. Uh, we usually have to treat the wood and everything. Uh, obviously, thanks Morales. And then we had to have, we have the lights that string over everything. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, we just kind of make sure we have uh, the good, good vibes. Vibes are the most important. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I have that story that I came home to. Okay. Which well, is fun. Bucky's on the front lawn. I'm still I'm still very curious as to where this inflatable came from. Because like, she had to order it. She was not in Texas recently or Georgia or referee so had to find we, it. Bucky's. Listen, we're not putting it past Berta to have stolen this. <laughs> she could have stolen okay. this. I think that's very likely it could have happened. Okay. That's the preferred method of finding a Bucky's. Inflatable, by the way, AK, is that if you <laughs> yoink it from a store and then proceed to put it on a friend's lawn, did that's we, the way to do it. Did that. we just rat out Berta? Listen, nobody like, knows who Berta is. Did we actually just that's announce Berta's crime? <laughs> that's her street name. That's not, that's not her government. I don't think anybody yeah, exactly. Look for Berta. You know, yeah, I wouldn't I put her business out there like that. Yeah, no, Berta is a street name, and I, 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 I you know, anonymize all of my stories. So, okay, none of very this good. True. So, we're going to get to a lot more Hebel household tales from. The holiday season. That sounds like something out of a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's like a Dr. Um, Seuss book. Right, exactly. Hebel household holidays. I personally spent all of Christmas in bed. I, the old Sublime song. Some of you know how that song goes. I ain't getting, I ain't get, I did not leave my bed. I might have left my bed to go to the bathroom and maybe to the kitchen. There was no leaving. There was none. Because I will be going to Vegas for New Year's. So I took this one off and my family, I didn't go home. Because as you know, Emily, it is cold and wet on the East Coast. And I have no... No, Mm-mm. it's plan. rained the entire time. Yeah, I have no plan <laughs> to actively go to that on my own. Although I did learn a lot about some high school members that did go back. That's another story for another time. As you know, I'm coming up on my 25th, so it's right around Ooh. the time when it's like people are starting to talk to each other again. Not like again. We keep in touch pretty well, but folks did meet up, and I, I just wasn't. There. I feel like Facebook ended the reunion industry. Sure, because like. There's only a handful of people from high school at best that I still keep in touch with. Right. But like a lot of the reunion is the surface level. Oh, let me see what this guy's doing. Let me see what this girl's doing. Let me see what this person I hated. Hopefully, you know, Correct. things aren't working out for them <laughs> if you're really spiteful. Yeah. Now everybody is hooked up through Facebook. You have this like cursory idea of what everyone's doing now. There's no need to go back. Okay, but that is also, as you said, a very cursory look. If you went to a smaller school where a lot of the people are, in fact, closer, Facebook is only an opening to what is to be uncovered. Well, I did go to a smaller school, and onion, I still feel I know, this I know. Way. We talked about this a little bit before. But basically, I missed out this year, and I'm right. not unhappy about it because the weather was terrible. And hello, it's cold, and I'm just not doing it. So Hebel household stories to come. AK's got a lot of basketball talk per usual. There is no YouTube component today, from my understanding. We're not on social. We're not on social, which means you can turn these god-awful lights off in here because they're (laughs) blinding me like crazy. Like I said, But you don't get to see my childhood bedroom. You can keep your lights on. I am turning them off because all of this glare coming off of AK's bald dome is blinding me in this studio. That's not an insult. That's just a reality of the day. By the way, coming up, the Broncos... Loser franchise pulling loser moves. That's, That's next. Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN. I'm the big CY. He's AK. All right. Vivid Seats, by the way. It's bowl season time. 
Basketball, hockey, and pro football are all in action, and Vivid Seats has it all for you and your ticket gifting needs this holiday season. See every one-timer, every TD, and every slam dunk live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats Rewards, you earn rewards with every purchase. They're here for us fans offering unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, annual birthday discounts, and more. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's the big C-Y and AK in the building for Travis and Sliwa here on a Wednesday. By the way, it's Ask Andy slash Clinton coming up at 1045. Hit the hashtag tweet at Emily if you want to ask us any of your favorite holiday questions or any other themed questions that you might have on the day. Okay, so when we were doing our pre-show meeting, we were sitting down going over the topics that we were going to go over, and an interesting one came up. That has to do with the Denver Broncos. They, of course, of course, play the Bolts coming up this weekend. Irrelevant game for the Bolts, obviously, as they're out of it, but the Broncos still have a single-digit chance of making the playoffs. Let's rock. Now, they also have, thank you, Mr. Wilson, they also have a bit of a conundrum on their hands, Andy, with, let's just say, their financial flexibility. If he's, okay, so he's got a salary, I'm I'm going to try to explain this the best way I can, because A, I'm not some huge football fan, and B, I'm not a capologist. So all of this is kind of funny money to me, and all of it is kind of ridiculous. Long story short, there is the potential that Russell Wilson will have to make $37 $37 million more dollars as a result of playing in the last two games, which would vest as a result of ba- not having a serious injury. Basically, the way this works out, I'm reading from ESPN's report, the quarterback change increases bro- bro- the Broncos' financial flexibility this upcoming offseason as Wilson will make an additional $37 million in guaranteed money if he can't, can't pass a physical by early March. An injury in either of Denver's last two games could potentially trigger that guarantee. Ah, okay. So in other words, Wilson, who has an extensive injury history, sure, and he's at an age where that can become even more magnified, and he's in also the first, next season marks the first year of a five-year, $242.6 million extension signed in 2022. He's already got $39 million guaranteed next season wow so this is denver 
covering their bases in case Wilson gets hurt in the next two games of Denver's season, despite the fact that they are still alive in the playoff conversation. So the way you've described this makes it sound like you might consider this more reasonable than not before we actually broke it down. Oh, no, no, no. I'm okay. just reading the particulars. Uh, okay. I, I'm just, <laughs> I want to make sure everybody understands what's triggering this. This is foul to me, M. Like, yeah. I, I don't I, – listen, it'd be one thing if you were completely eliminated from the playoffs – It'd be another thing also if, I don't know, Sean Payton hadn't been the guy, AK, yelling and screaming at everybody before the season started about how if you're not tough, you're not going to play for this team. We got rules this and rules that. To opt out for a money thing, Andy, it feels a little chicken-ess, and it's not chicken salad. (laughs) And there are two winnable games left on the schedule. These are definitely winnable games for the Broncos. They're playing the Chargers with an interim head coach and with Easton Stick. And they are playing the Raiders, who they could beat. These are two teams. They, again, this is just very much loser mentality for sitting Russell Wilson. Um, because what? Jared Stidham? Okay, maybe Jared Stidham's better. Who knows? Maybe he's there. But this is not the first time this has happened. This has actually happened the last couple of years. Okay. This happened with Derek Carr last year, why the Raiders ended up benching Derek Carr at the end of last year, why the Colts ended up benching Matt Ryan, and then also why the Raiders ended up coaching Jimmy, uh, benching Jimmy G this, this season. So there's not it's not unprecedented and it's often jared stidham as the yes. guy who comes in like <laughs> that yeah. guy he's like the forrest gump of controversial <laughs> backup quarterbacks if jared stidham walks funny. into your building he's probably going to be starting the last two games if you have a quarterback he's like the grim reaper yes <laughs> he walks in you're like oh man it's insane the broncos would owe more than 37 million in cash more and have a record 85 million dollar hit in dead money over two years if they cut him i this is unprecedented and like yeah I don't understand how you get to this point as a franchise. Like, what are you, what, if you're a Broncos fan, how are you processing this in general? Like, okay, we got this guy for two years, paid him all this money, changed coaches in the middle of it. And now, because of some dead cap situation, you might dump him after the guy who's supposed to be the main Super Bowl guy comes in. This is a mess, Andy. Well, it's also, too, like, okay, if, say, you know the extension kicks in next year for for Russell Wilson. Like okay. this, when theoretically the Russell Wilson era would truly begin. This is a type of move that, unless Wilson completely signed off on it, is okay. Which I don't know if I'd be thrilled about the prospect of uh, losing no. thirty seven million dollars this way. Right. Like, are they looking to move on from Russell Wilson? Are they looking to? try to get out of the contract and if that's I think the, so okay if that's the case depending on how you are starting over you know are you going to be able to start over somehow still as a contending team or are you blowing the whole thing up if you're blowing the whole thing up why do you have Sean Payton Sean Payton's not a coach for a rebuilding team I'll tell you this much I guarantee his money is fully right. fully guaranteed I think that Sean Payton knew about all this going into this thing. I think he knew that it would be lucky if he got the good goods out of Russell Wilson, and he did. They beat the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings, the Browns, and the Chargers all this season. They have one game separating them between the Rams and the Broncos schedule. They have lost three of the last four, but these are two. They're seven and eight. Yeah, they are in the AFC hunt. But I think that Sean Payton knew 
that Russell Wilson wasn't his future when he took this job. That strikes me as wild, though, because like what I, I, I mean, who does Sean Payton think his guy's going to be? Right. I, I, that, and that's what I'm not understanding. It's not like Sean Payton has been out here beating the bushes, scouting guys in college or whatever, whatever. He's been sitting around. I mean, maybe he has. I just, I, I, man, I, well, this just is the level the, of The Denver Broncos have a lot of money to spend. They ha- were just bought. They have owners that are potentially uh, with deep pockets. They have a great coach. This could be a situation in which there is a trade somewhere or they can build up a great uh, backup quarterback. I'm just saying that the Broncos are in a very interesting situation position but this is loser mentality at the end of the season it's a tough I mean it's a tough sell for your fans unless the fans have soured on Wilson to the point where they consider Stidham a better chance of winning and look there is Wilson has not been fantastic this year there is always a chance that you put in Stidham you if nothing else you beat the Chargers at home right and then you Mm -hmm. see what ends up happening with the Raiders who are playing better lately you might look at the the Chargers game as winnable no matter who plays quarterback and the Raiders game as possibly a loser no matter who plays quarterback either so we might as well save ourselves the 37 million or at least cover our bases but what it speaks to is whatever's going on with this organization and Russell Wilson could be on the verge of blowing up. I wouldn't know who Jared Stidham was if he walked in here wearing a jersey that said, I am Jared Stidham. Well, you better worry if he <laughs> you know walks in saying? here. It could be like, your yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To the last two shows of the year with Jared Stidham instead. Jared Stidham stopping, by the way, going to the Travis and Sliwa All-Stars. Jonathan Watson says, you're my guy. You're a former Commanders fan. How are you going to call out the Broncos? Hey, people listening, oh. stop thinking that because somebody wants rooted for a team that it means they can't see the sports world with a clear-eyed view. I'm an effing journalist. I do not care about who I have ever rooted for. Enough. You sound like fools. Nobody is more critical of the D.C. sports world than you. What do you think I'm even doing here? How do I know when franchises look terrible? Because I grew up in a town that's got a bunch of them. I'm an expert on the matter. Stop tweeting me, telling me about what I know and don't know. You know how you don't know? Because you're listening to me. Okay. Also, just in addition, the Broncos season this season. So what I mentioned that they had wins against the Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Browns, and Chargers. That period of time, though, was almost like false hope wins. Their wins were a lot predicated on turnovers. Yeah. They had so many turnovers in the defense. The defense was playing out of their mind, and the teams were playing against were playing terribly. And so maybe they look at their totality of their, their schedule and be like, hey, we are not as good as our record says that we are. We realize that we won these games, but we are not that good. If we get to the playoffs, we won't get embarrassed, which they still could technically, but that this is not the answer and that we don't want to risk the money uh, if, if Wilson's hurt. I want to give a shout out to my man Jose, who was my Uber driver today. And you know what Jose said when I got in? He said, are you Clinton Yates? I said, yeah. As a matter of fact, I am. He said, I listen to the station all the time. And I was like, oh, yeah? What are your thoughts on it? And you know what he said, AK? He said, I don't know much, as much about sports as I think that I do. He says, my son's always telling me I should start a podcast because I listen to sports radio all the time and I'm a big sports fan. And he showed deference and respect to the professionals. Shouts to you, Jose. I tipped that guy a rack of money this morning because he was really <laughs> nice. And he was literal like, shouts. Yes, literal. <laughs> literal shouts. Anyway. And by the way, Jose, start your podcast. Yeah. Do yeah. Start your pod. I'll come on your pod, Jose. 
just to let people know that this is Everyone a lot needs practice. harder than it looks. And yeah, there's reps to be had. But no, in general, I do think that the Broncos are in complete disarray in this situation because if nothing else, you have no idea who your quarterback is. I, I was going to say, the yeah. problem. You, can, you can actually find ways to justify this if you're just thinking about it cold, pragmatically. Right. We're not likely going to make the playoffs. Our future with Russell Wilson doesn't look good. We don't want to pay more money potentially to Russell Wilson knowing where this is going. But what it really speaks to is what a mistake it was getting into that business in the first place. Because, yeah. like I said, as far as this contract goes in the extension, they have not truly even gotten into the Russell Wilson business yet. Emily, do yeah, you think can I- that Russell Wilson has a – I mean, where do you think? where do you think this turns out for him? Uh, I think that he is somewhere else in the next season, wow. uh, if not a backup for the Broncos. And I think if he's somewhere else, he's somewhere like, I don't know, th- the Jets or the Bears. I don't know. But he might be a backup quarterback somewhere. But here's just to lay this out, too. Like, I thought how he much was already a- in the extension. I Until yeah. I just read this now, I thought <laughs> yeah. the extension had already began. I didn't realize we haven't even started the extension. Right. Let me explain to you what the Russell Wilson trade was at the time and how bad this is for uh, the Broncos. Okay, so the, the uh, Broncos got Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick, and then the Seahawks got Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, Charles Cross, Boy Boyamafe, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, sure. Tariq uh, Smith, Devon Witherspoon, and Derek Hall. Devon Witherspoon, great. Boyamafe, also great. Uh, Noah Fant, fine. The, the Seahawks won this trade in the long run. And at the time, we thought that that was not the case because the Seahawks traded away their uh, oh, franchise quarterback. Yeah. At all. Right. <laughs> I thought they won in the moment. Right. Also, Drew Locke, my favorite white quarterback in the NFL. Coming up, USC plays a bowl game tonight. College football corners around the corner. It's Travis and Sliwa, a.k.a. Big CY. And by the way, that's because Drew Locke can rap young, cheesy lyrics like that. <laughs> Ain't no tomorrow. ESPN 710. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, y'all. We got some bowl games up today. We got first up, we got the Military Bowl between Virginia Tech and Tulane. Then we have the Mayo Bowl, the Duke's Mayo Bowl between (laughs) UNC and West Virginia. Let's go Mayo. And then we have the Tax Act uh, Bowl between Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. Rounded out, though, by Louisville and USC playing in the Holiday Bowl. Uh, So the the game starts at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And USC has not won a bowl game since the Rose Bowl in 2017. I was there. uh, With Sam Donald. Really? Yeah. Great. Awesome. We remember because we were there. (laughs) Well, it was was actually really awesome. I was on – I was working for the station. Okay. And I actually was on the field. And it was an amazing comeback. Like, I actually was – standing like station Hold on, let's let's get into this were you doing yeah, side line? what 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 happened what i was, was the situation ju- i was honestly doing kind of boring work for the station collecting <laughs> just getting sound audio and stuff like that afterwards and i was really unhappy initially about going to this game like uh, amanda i basically did her a solid like she needed sure. somebody to do this it ended up awesome like i was really glad i was there because I'm, S- I'm an sc guy and 
I was actually in the end zone, like right by the end zone that USC eventually scored in for this comeback, like at the last minute. It was it ended up really fun. I was that? glad I went. How about that? Fun memories yeah. with AK. And it's six years Thanks, ago. Amanda. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Love it. Uh, but yeah, it was six years ago. So they have not won a bowl game since then. Uh, Miller yeah, Moss aware. will be the quarterback tonight. Uh, and also because Malachi Nelson has entered the transfer portal Which, and I'll be playing with USC next that's year. That's a whole other story. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but also, USC has lost four of the last five games. And we will get our first look at the Dan Tomlin defense. Obviously not with his own guys, but the first look at what he might do with the guys that USC already has. My college football corner and all the coverage of the college bowl season on 710 is powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home where the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCal Oil Change for locations and to score game-winning coupons. So what do you guys expect from the game today? I don't know. And what I was going to say is, and thank you for that, Emily, the college football corner is something we have come to enjoy quite a bit, those of us who enjoy Saturday football on a regular basis, even on a Wednesday. This program is in disarray <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Disarray is a word I would use. And does that mean that everything has fallen to complete crap? Does that mean that there's no chance you're going to win anything when you go to your new conference? Does that mean that you're going to get blown out in a bowl game? No. But it means that no other questions seem to have answers. And that, for a program like this, paying as much money to a guy like you are, is unacceptable. How is it possible that people are coming in and transferring, excuse me, recruits, Malachi, whose last name I've forgotten, transfers out before Nelson. getting a start. Malachi Nelson. He's a local kid, right? Do I have that right? Yeah. I just, like, I get it. Some kids don't get the chances that they want. They're not what the program envisioned or the program's not what they envisioned. It's a transfer gone. portal universe, too. It's a transfer portal universe, but that also tells me that maybe you're not that good at evaluating talent. You know what I mean? And that's where this becomes most concerning for me as somebody that's looking at the college football realm and saying, okay, kids are going to leave. Players are going to want to go other places. But for somebody to come in and never get a shot or never get a real shot, you know, he's played a couple games, I believe, Malachi, or whatever what Malachi did, but other guys... He came left. in very briefly in a couple games this season. Sure, and you're like, what did you think was going to happen to begin with if this is all you ended up getting out of them? Is recruitment an issue? Is development an issue? Is keeping people an issue? This program is just all over the place. Well, like I mean, that. in the case... I, I think if I, I if I trust Lincoln Riley, though, with one thing, I think it's to understand a quarterback. He has had uh, uh, three Heisman quarterbacks at this point. I think, though, if I trust him with anything... It's with evaluating quarterback possibility. Okay. And maybe it's on Malachi Nelson for not being as good when he got to USC as they anticipated him. Well, if nothing else, it signals that Malachi Nelson already knows that Lincoln Riley doesn't believe in him. Sure. Like, it didn't take long for him to land on that. Like, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, no matter what you think of him, and by the way, moving forward, he's going to be officially under way more scrutiny. Like I hope so. He's no longer the shiny new thing that not only USC got, they got him at a time when nobody thought they could get him. Right. Like, at the time when USC landed Lincoln Riley, it was a big deal, not just because of who Lincoln Riley is, but because of who USC was and where they were in that moment. Yep. And now it, he's going to be looked at, he is going to be looked at differently now. He's going to be looked at with a much more scrutiny. Where is the sound coming from? No, I hear audio. There's strange sound coming out of different places, so we're all screwed up at the end of the year. Here's... 
Okay. You found it? Yes. Somehow my <laughs> podcast came back. <laughs> oh, the you component. Oh, wow. YouTube component coming back. No, no, it's not even my podcast. It's a different podcast. But by the way, my podcast available five days a week, anywhere you get your podcast, Locked on Lakers. And there is a YouTube component. That, by the way, though, was the Athletics NBA podcast. Shout out to my guy, Mo DeKeel. Okay. Now, Will there be an AI in the future component? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. As long yesterday. as I get paid the same, <laughs> fine. That was funny. Back to SC, though. All that's great. You got the big guy. You got the person that you wanted that you thought was going to turn it around just because they were the best. I, at some point, I, I just can't take SC seriously when it comes to how they're genuinely trying to get back to what they think they should be. Lincoln Riley is not a guy that plays any defense. He's not a guy that sets up an offense that allows his defense to be anything. That's not going to fly in the Big Ten. That flew in the Big 12. Right. It might have flown in the Pac-12. Might have, meaning you got banged out by Utah and Tulane to end last year. Who knows what's going to happen at the end of this year after another down season. And finally, when season. you face good teams in the Pac-12 this season, you got ran. But the right. thing is, he did hire Ant- Danton Lynn from UCLA, who turned UCLA around in a season in terms of well, he's hired a lo- he's hired a lot of new guys. Yeah, to for the defense, which if nothing else, if you're a USC fan, speaks to hopefully Lincoln Riley coming to Jesus with the idea that your defense matters, right, and that you can't just have your offense paper over it, and it doesn't matter if Alex Grinch or whoever is your guy. Like at some point, there's the business of this. Well, and there's and also the business wasn't working. The point is also. To that is that you've got to play like here's the fundamental issue with running a spread quick strike offense. You're not on the field long enough to get your defense ready to play. Rest. That's a real actual issue. And so you've got to decide what do you want to be? Are you you can't have twice as many defensive players on your roster as you can offensive players. That would be one way to do it. We're gonna have two teams <laughs> of defense because we only have one team of offense and they run half the time that a normal offense does, but secondarily. Running through coaches left and right is not what a program needs for continuity and development. I don't care who they are. That's part of the issue that SC has had over the last 20 years in general. Dudes running in and out with various systems. The players are going to come and go. That's something that you can't change. The goal of a university is to have some continuity in the brain trust so that players who come can develop a culture that's never happened at SC. Well, it doesn't here, look like he, it's on the path okay. of happening either. <laughs> Moving forward, the entire defensive side of what they do has been revamped and Lincoln Riley picked all of these guys okay so what we're going to see over the next couple years if the defense doesn't get better it becomes doubly alarming because at that point it's clear Lincoln Riley forget whether or not he values defense enough he doesn't even know how to evaluate the people who will do it for him I was at right. that game they played against USC. They almost, I mean, against Colorado, they almost lost that game. Yeah. I was there. Yes. They should have lost, lost that, that game. game. You know what I mean? No, without and, Caleb Williams, they lose at least three more of those games. And that and me- Caleb Williams at this when he's been playing college football, regardless of what you think he's going to do in the NFL, is if not the best, if not the top three best quarterback in football yeah. in college football. And so to not win as many games with him is just, yeah, a statement of how bad the defense was. It's really an unfortunate situation, and SC has fallen far just in terms of luster, not in terms of talent, and I do think it has a lot to do with the fact that there are just too many people coming in and out of 
you know, that campus on a regular basis that you cannot build roots for anything. Nothing has been established as far as what the Lincoln Riley mindset is. Nothing was established before that. As I mean, he just got there, though, Clinton. He's I get been that. But what years. I'm saying is that, like, if dudes are coming and going at this rate and quarterbacks are coming and going at this rate, it's it's not easy anymore. Like, you don't have that yeah. kind of time, M. And that's why it's so difficult to be able to do this when you've got, again, this is why college football is harder than it's ever been to put together a program of significance. That's okay? right. Yeah. And I mean, and it's also, they regressed this year. Yeah. It's not, it's not just that they had a down season, it's that they seem to be moving backwards. And, and this is where I think Lincoln Riley truly ends up under more scrutiny and people are going to be more critical of him and not automatically buying in. He was incredibly arrogant bro, and dismissive of people pointing out the very obvious problems with the defense. You know, the, like you that, guys just have an untrained eye. Don't worry about it. Me, you just have I, an untrained eye. I, I was <laughs> never in these. Look, Let was, me explain something to you quickly. I was there. <laughs> I was standing right in front of him when he said that untrained eye remark. I you wish, know what I did? I laughed. I turned around and I left. That's how ridiculous it was to a man on its face, AK. I it was wish, absurd. I wish somebody had, and I guess it could have been you if you'd not been too doubled up in hysterics. I could not believe what I was looking at. What I wanted someone to ask Lincoln Riley was just like, okay, with your trained eye, explain to us like we're a bunch of idiots. Sure, tell me like I'm five. What are we missing? What are we missing that is working better than apparently none of us can figure out? And also, the scoreboard tells us isn't working. What are we not seeing with our untrained eyes? You, Yoda, with your trained eye, like, what are you actually seeing here? Like, he never actually explained. If he had just said, like, look, I know it's not working great right now, but these are the specific things that I see building that I think by the end of the season, you're going to have the defense clicking more. Maybe you don't buy it, but at least he's offering the specifics instead sure. of just double middle fingers. I, I I totally agree. People who are constantly offering up solutions, rather obstacles that offering up solutions are very annoying, and especially when you're the one that's actually responsible for it. But for all of those people who think that that comment got blown out of proportion after the fact or that it was somehow blown up through aggregation, no, no. The big CY was standing right there. It was laughably ridiculous. Well, we know, and I exited immediately. We know it wasn't just aggregation because they fired Alex Grinch. It was so <laughs> He'd still be here if it was just aggregation and people losing their mind. He'd still be employed by USC. To the untrained eye. How about to the untrained eye? <laughs> yeah, garbage. I'm joking. They're not that bad. I'm rooting for SC because that's a program that when they're better, the rest of college football is better too. Playing Louisville tonight at 5 p.m. on uh, Fox. We got a spread on that? We know anything uh, about find it for the you. gambling on that? <laughs> we should know. Because, you know, we do this in the business now. Mm-hmm. Particularly at this I like that it's out in the this company. Ask Andy, ask CY. Coming up next, it's Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710. All right. Travis and Sliwa, Big CY, AK sitting in here. Lada, Jorge are with us. Emily's in Virginia. How do we usually do this? Hey. Do you read them? So we usually kind of pop around between the people that are not being asked questions. So it'll be me, Jorge, and Laura that will ask you some questions. Okay. Um, So I'm going to start us off with this one, and I'm going to explain the story behind it. Uh, So people saw this on my Instagram uh, on Christmas Day. So my family... They play, we, we got to my cousin this game called Herd Mentality for Christmas. And her, and the object of Herd Mentality is that a question is asked and you want to be with the most answers. So there was eight people playing. 
there can be a question like, what's the best sauce? Okay. And then everybody answers and you want to be with most people. Like the so most consensus. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. The most consensus. Right. You want, to, you want yeah, the top exactly. answer. Right. Yeah, exactly. You want the top answer. And so um, that was an I for this question. This, if I got this right, I won. All right. Okay. So this is where I got, got to the I question. I love was. where the controversy is already <laughs> heading. <laughs> the question was, what is the best sauce? And so I was surveying my family members. I was like, what is everyone going to put? What's everyone going to put? I know my family loves ketchup. Okay. But I was in my head. I was like, is ketchup a sauce? I don't know. So I'm going to say Chick fil A sauce. Again, I know, Jorge, you hate Chick fil A sauce. I but do. Me too. My, <laughs> my family loves Chick fil A. So I was like, okay, Chick fil A sauce because sauce is in the name. And then, uh, I I was in the uh, consensus. I won, and then everybody got mad and started yelling. And again, that one that it was not a sauce that ketchup is or is not a sauce. And then also that Chick fil A sauce isn't a sauce. And I'm like, okay, it's literally in the name, so that's wrong. Anyway, it was so loud that my sister's phone Apple Watch lit up saying that it, it this is at such a high decibel that if you have this for 30 minutes or more it will cause hearing loss okay that's how loud my family can get so just letting okay, you guys know okay so we have a couple we have a couple things at play here <laughs> number 1 i get that message every single day when i walk around with my headphones on because i blast music at all volumes at all times so and maybe very, you shouldn't do that i'm very familiar with that method number 2 this is more complex than i thought ak because mm-hmm. chick-fil-a sauce like I, 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 it's literally I, in the name. I get it, but it's a pro- like. Okay. I could see some controversy over Chick Fil A sauce being a bit of a cop out, as it is just a brand and name. The thing is, sauce. It's a well, it's a right- brand yes. name for a condiment. Yeah. In the same way that ketchup is defined, it, it is actually defined as a condiment. Like if you go to the dictionary, look up ketchup, <laughs> it's going to say condiment. And okay. so the thing is, though, is that you don't have to be right. You just have to be in the consensus. And so that's why I went for Chick-fil-A sauce, because I knew that I would be in the consensus with my family. So anyway, why I went on this story is because Chrissy asked, is ketchup a sauce? So both of you, please answer. <laughs> no, it's a condiment. Yeah, but are condiments sauces? In a sense, they are. Like, okay, so if, when you order said- at McDonald's and, you, and they say, hey, um, do you want any sauces with the chicken nuggets? What do you ask for? Barbecue sauce, ketchup, yeah, right. ranch. That's okay, those thing. are sauces. Like in in practice, they are operating under the sauce this moniker. Is, this is the difference to me, and it's I guess sort sort of technical, but I think it's the actual difference. Okay, as somebody who cooks a lot, a sauce is something that you would cook a meat or a whatever sure. in. Yes, mm-hmm. you would never. You wouldn't cook something a, yes. in. Ketchup. Frankly, you would never cook anything <laughs> no, in right. Chick-fil-A. You're right. A sauce, sauce in culinary terms is absolutely a that's different thing. That's the difference. Is barbecue sauce is something that you might actually cook a pork or a chicken or a beef sure. in. Yeah. You would not do that with ketchup. But would you do that with Chick-fil-A sauce? No. Okay, so you're so. out on Chick-fil-A sauce <laughs> being sauce. No, it's a condiment. Okay. They just the named name. it sauce because that sounds better than Jorge, what are your thoughts on condiment? Yeah. Uh no, it's a condiment. Like they they just want to be different, man. Like it's it's ketchup at the end of the day. Why call it a sauce? Lada, is I don't it even a sauce? Go to or... Chick-fil-A. Right. Lada, is ketchup a sauce? Chicken filet. No. 
It's no. not a sauce for me. I don't. I, no. Okay. See, this is <laughs> okay because then my aunt also put tomato sauce, and she was really mad because she was right behind me and could have won if everyone says tomato sauce. So tomato sauce, sauce, is a sauce, you go vodka sauce, tomato sauce. Right. I don't know. Those like are sauces. Things. They absolutely. They come in jars. And you know but what so else? So does ketchup. But you know what else you do? <laughs> you know what you do with tomato sauce that you don't do with ketchup? You cook things okay. in it. All right. Okay. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Weigh in. Is ketchup a sauce? Also tweeted us. Is ketchup a sauce? Sauce. Uh, ketchup is a combo guard. That's the thing. <laughs> ketchup can post you up, free throw line extended, and still get to the block. No, no, no. And kick it is out. Is mayo as well a sauce? As bring the ball up. No, mayo's a condiment. Exactly. Okay, yeah, but, but you don't I, dip things in mayo. Okay. Some people do. Have you not seen the Pulp Fiction scene where they talk about French fries? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've well, seen that's a disgusting. lot of people dip things in mayo. The yeah. Duke's Mayo Bowl coming up. Coaches, head coaches will be dipped in mayo <laughs> as the game goes on. <laughs> yes. But I do think that there is something to be said that ketchup is operating in a sauce world, for mm. lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? The boat's tomato based. You're right. You're right, Em. If you go to Mickey D's and you say, hey, what do I want? And you say ketchup as part of your sauce package, they're not going to think and say, oh, you idiot. No, but they, ketchup would, say, isn't a they sauce. would say that's coming anyway because they throw in the ketchup no matter what you want. Not order. necessarily. but okay, I see- okay, is honey mustard a sauce? Yeah, you would cook things in honey mustard. I see. What I don't ranch? know about that. What about ranch? I've- ranch? Ranch yes. is a dressing, which is different from a sauce, which is different yeah. from a But condiment. it also could be a sauce. Again, if you're going to McDonald's, and I yeah. often get ranch with my chicken nuggets, and I say, hey, what sauces would you like? They say ranch. I say sounds ranch. sounds unappetizing if you say, which condiment would you yes, like? Yes, exactly. Well, okay, but that's- Not this, that unappetizing. This is the food world. This makes sense. Anyway. There, might, there might be people who don't know what condiment means. <laughs> That's part okay. of the problem. Ketchup is a combo. It says, the definition of a sauce is a liquid, cream, or semi-solid food served on or used in preparing other foods. Thank you. The definition of a condiment is a spice, sauce, or preparation that is added to a food to impact a particular flavor or to enhance its flavor. Yeah, but that's Okay, nebulous. wait, I can serve um, ketchup <laughs> on my... I mean, it is! It is. It could mean that could mean any number of things. Is sriracha a sauce or a dressing? You know what I'm saying? I've used it in both contexts. You know, in my home as a home cook. It depends on the culture sometimes. Right. Exactly. But and and hot condiment sounds close to something else. That's not good. Yes. Okay. But yes. Did you win? Is the question. I, I did win because I was in the consensus. It doesn't matter if you're right or you're wrong. It doesn't have to be in the consensus. Okay. So I won. I won twice, actually. We played again. I won again because I, I think that's like that. what she wanted to get clear right. that yeah. she I can, won. I can <laughs> only like imagine the, show. We have to know who's the heated the picks. arguments that happens in this house trying to create a consensus. Well, you guys are big oh, on, and I know this show is obviously big on food talk. So yeah. you, you kind of you kind of come to this with a with an experience level that I feel like some of yeah. your family members might, might, might not have been ready for, Em. But yeah, you know? tweet at us and uh, call us in. Uh, what is a sauce? What is not a sauce? Is ketchup a sauce? I'd like to know what you guys uh, think. All right. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, one more. Quickly. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Emily, what was the best? Or Well, no, this is that one. Okay. Was this, this is qualifies the same thing? Okay, let's do this. Raider Rem. What is the worst thing you've had to do while working for ESPN 710? Andy, outside of bowl games that Amanda forced you to go to, what is the worst thing you've had so, to do on, working for ESPN 710? It's cold. Oh, okay. I've forgotten <laughs> about that. This is the answer. When Back when I used to do USC pregame, okay. um, and Jorge was our producer, Sure. it was one day it was unusually cold. Like It had not been expected to be cold, and I had no jacket. I had no sweatshirt. I had no anything. And this, we were doing this show – 
as like basically like a tailgate. Okay. So it's outside and I'm freezing. And the LA Times is they have a booth next to us and they're trying to get people to buy subscriptions. And part of the deal with the subscription is they will give you a sweatshirt. So I go over there and I ask them like, hey, I happen to be a subscriber. Could I get a sweatshirt? I'm told no. I And they told me the only thing I can do is get a subscription to which I said, I already have one. I then offer, can I just buy a sweatshirt sure. for like the cost of a subscription? Can I just buy the sweatshirt? Right. Told no again. To at this point, I'm like, okay, you are part of an industry, <laughs> the print media, that is dying. I am offering to give you $25 or $50 or whatever it was for a subscription, essentially, that I already have. Right. Just because I want the effing sweatshirt, they would not give me this sweatshirt in any context. Wow. That ended up the worst day for anything I ever did at 710. I was wearing Jorge's two sweaters group. that day. <laughs> I'm just playing. I would have blown a gasket. That would have been. I was like in between every break, I kept going over to this booth. I'm like, are you really not going yeah, to allow me been, to that, buy a sweatshirt from you? That, that wouldn't have ended that way for me. I would have found a way. There would have, there would have been a robbery, perhaps, in that I situation. I was so mad. <laughs> I'm not saying it would have been armed. I'm just saying that if you got what I need in that scenario, I might have to walk away. Because it was it. cold. It was Very really well. cold. Out. All right, coming up. We're going to talk a little bit more about ketchup, or cast up, as you weirdos might call Cats it. Up. Also, also, the Lakers might have made a big mistake in the draft. It's Travis and Sleeve on ESPN 710.